Hey everyone, my name is Austin Killian and I'm a co-host with Andrew Harper and we're both pastors at First Baptist Church in Cleveland. You are listening to a special episode called 5-Minute Fridays with Harrison. Harrison is an intern at FBC who loves church history and is called to missions. So we have invited him to join us every month, once a month, to look at the mission and history of the church from a gospel-centered point of view. We hope you enjoy. Uh, my name is Harrison, and you are listening to 5-Minute Fridays, and today we are going to look at the four missionary journeys of Dr. Raymond Lull. Lull was born in Mallorca, which is an island off the coast of Spain around the year 1232. He was born during the Reconquista, which was a series of battles between Christian and Muslim forces for control of present-day Spain and Portugal. Lull grew up in a life of luxury and worked as a poet and courtly official for the first 32 years of his life. He lived a very immoral, promiscuous life, and the poets, the poems that he wrote reflected that. God began to convict Lull of how futile and worthless his lifestyle was, and he wept bitterly at his sinfulness before trusting in Christ as his savior. He said that a love like that required everything that he had, so he decided to become a missionary to the Muslims. At the time, the church mostly thought of armed crusades as missions, rather than going somewhere and preaching the gospel. He tried and failed to get the church to send money and missionaries to help, but they refused. Lull knew that he would be on his own. There was very little scholarship on Islam among European Christians at the time, so Lull spent many years studying Islamic doctrine and thought and to learn to speak Arabic fluently. He wrote a book entitled The Ars Mayor, which was a very large book on Christian and Islamic doctrine. His main arguments were based on the differences between the God of the Bible and the God of Islam. Lull pointed out that unlike in Islam, God is both kind and gracious as well as just and holy. He also said the reason that God is love is because the persons of the Trinity love each other, which is something you don't see in Islam. These basic arguments are still some of the same ones that are used by modern missionaries to Muslims today. In 1292, he went on his first mission to Tunis in North Africa. His main strategy was to go to places of intellectual exchange and discuss with local scholars and imams and preach and discuss there. Some of these men ended up becoming Christians, which alarmed the Sultan. Lowell was thrown in jail because no real counter argument could be offered. The Sultan planned to have him executed, but another leader convinced him to spare Lowell out of respect for his intellect. He was banished to Spain. He made trips throughout the next decade to Cyprus and Armenia and preached the gospel to the Jewish people and to a false religion called the Monophysites, since like the Muslim, these people deny the Trinity. These journeys required long sea voyages and desert caravans. Lull would eventually return to Africa in 1307 and would say through 1309. This trip resulted in fewer congregations converts, and Lowell was thrown in prison again. He was supposed to participate in a debate with Muslim scholars, but they changed their minds because they feared his arguments. He was instead offered women and riches beyond his wildest dreams. He responds in perfect Arabic, Alas, you have offered me a poor prize, as all your earthly goods cannot purchase eternal glory. I, however, promise you, if you forsake your false and devilish law, which was spread by sword and force alone, and accept my belief, eternal life, 
for the Christian faith was propagated by the preaching and blood of holy martyrs. Therefore, I advise you to become Christians even now, and so obtain everlasting glory and escape the pains of hell." End quote. This must have been terrifying to hear such a direct and confident response from such an old man. He was again banished to Europe. He survived his shipwreck on his return voyage. In 1314, he would go to Africa for the last time, where he labored in secret and met with some of his converts from previous journeys. After a year of preaching quietly, in the shadows, Lowell emerged in a public marketplace and loudly and boldly proclaimed the gospel. The crowd was overtaken by anger and stoned him right there on June the 30th, 1316. One of the main lessons we can learn from Lowell is a sacrificial love for lost people. We know that a love like Christ is one that demands everything that we have. We know that without the gospel, these people have no hope for salvation, but in this person of Christ, there is hope. Because we have a sure and steady savior, we have to take the gospel to the nations. Another thing we should learn from Lowell is his practicality. Unlike many theologians and pastors of the day, he always spoke in the common language, whether it be the European languages or in Arabic, which made him accessible to the common people in Europe and in Africa. This strategy of being accessible is an extremely practical one as it means our learning does not stop with us, but actually is useful to the people that we're preaching to and is something that they can understand. You've listened to 5-Minute Fridays. Until next time, see you.